0: Yeah. Here we go! Here we go! <laughs> Welcome to the Welcome back holiday to the- special Gridiron Gang Productions. We are here to preview the playoffs. We are here to give you our best predictions to end the season, to hand out what we believe is going to be our season ending awards, so on and so forth. It's a special episode just because the games have been so shitty the last week, we're not even going to break them down for you. We're gonna just get into looking forward into the future and pull out our crystal balls on this one. That's that's right, Eli. So how do you want to kick this off, Jesse? Where do you want to start here?
1: Uh, well, uh, let's uh, start with the uh, AFC playoff picture and uh, who who's in it right now. You know, I think uh, coming down this stretch, three weeks left in the season, a lot of big games. The AFC is really stacked up. A lot of teams are seven and seven, eight and six. Um the Browns currently nine and five got the fifth seed. Um the Colts eight and six, the Texans eight and six, the Bengals eight and six, the Steelers seven or sorry, the Bills are also eight and six, the Steelers seven and seven, and the Broncos seven and seven. So
0: Don't forget about those Raiders. Six and eight, your favorite. them.
1: <laughs> and uh so yeah, let's break down, man, what what you think's where the action's going to go, who's going to get in, who's going to get left out. Um, I well, th-
0: I think it starts in the AFC South, right? Because that's going to be a big determination. Oh, yeah, the Jags. All, and all the two. teams th- sitting at 8-6 and six there. We got Trevor Lawrence, who's been battling injuries for nearly a month now. He yeah. looks like he's going to be playing again this week. Yeah, I think you just told me he was confirmed starting. I don't know um, about
1: confirmed starting, but he cleared clear concussion. He protocol, cleared
0: protocols. So, I mean, this is a huge, huge game against the Bucks as well in the NFC. We'll get into that a little bit later. But, I mean, the Colts continue to keep winning. They, they got uh, JT back now. He's going to be back in the mix Pittman's this Pittman's
1: good to go this week too.
0: And, obviously, C.J. Stroud is expected to miss yet another game with his concussion out, this so week. Is, so confirmed uh, out. So
1: is Will Anderson.
0: I mean, those are big losses, man. And
1: they're playing Cleveland, which is what which is a huge game. Day. I
0: mean, Cleveland has an opportunity potentially to lock down that Pretty top wildcard yeah. spot with a win here, right? So this is a lot happening, especially in that division. Um, I I still like Trevor Lawrence, and I like Jacksonville. I like Doug Peterson. That's where my mind gravitates to to take that division. Uh,
1: they got the Bucks this week uh panthers next week and then they end it with the titans so if they can get past the bucks that's a pretty favorable schedule for them to kind of finish 11 and 6 kind of barring health and all that but trevor lawrence man my guy i'm a huge fan i've been pretty disappointed with his play this year um he's he's a fumble fumble machine he hasn't quite had the same success he had last year but I also don't think that that scheme is doing him much favors. I mean, it does seem like defensives have c- kind of caught on to Doug Peterson's scheme. Um, there's not a lot of guys open. Trevor Lawrence is really good throwing the ball downfield, and it just seems to be a really quick quick rhythm passing game. And also, their run game has just fallen apart. I was going to just mention that. Weeks, I feel right?
0: like... Um this team almost goes how Travis Etienne goes to set the tone because he's been so quiet for like quite a few weeks now. And 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 he does do a lot of damage in the passing game as well too, but he is not broken 50 yards rushing in three straight games now. And that, that's a problem. You have to establish that run get the ball out of Trevor Lawrence's hands faster that way as well. Reduce those fumbles that we've seen popping up lately. But, um, yeah i like the schedule like you say if they get past the bucks like no team's obviously easy but potentially you're gonna see even the titans in the last week resting some guys and they don't have many guys anyway. they're very hurt right now too they're already beat up quite badly um yeah, I don't know, man. I, I still like to see the Jags at the top, but the Colts, like, I really can't sleep on these guys anymore. They just, they seem to have destiny on their side at a certain aspect this year. They keep winning these games that, like, not a lot of people were giving them a chance to. Gardner Minshew's done a really good job for the most part. He hasn't turned the ball over like crazy like we've seen him I, do in the past years before, so...
1: I think Shane Steichen was just a home run hire for Jim Mercy and the Colts. I mean, you just see... Nobody thought the Colts would be 8 and 6 here. They follow they finishing their last three games. They got the Falcons, the Raiders, and then last week versus the Texans which could have huge implications for the playoffs. I just want to say though like back a quarterback. I mean, I think this this team would probably be better off with Gardner Minshew than a rookie quarterback Anthony Richardson. Nothing against him. I think obviously if he didn't get hurt, he'd be playing cuz he needs the reps and all that, but Minshew's a savvy veteran. He kind of knows what he's doing. I just think Shane Steichen is just doing a crazy, crazy good job. Um, definitely in the conversation, probably one of three or four for coach of the years. And when you really just look at how how much the Eagles offense has been struggling without Shane Steichen as their offensive coordinator. Last year, they were virtually unstoppable. This year, only the Dolphins and I think it's the Cowboys, or no, sorry, the Dolphins and the 49ers have more games this year with 200 yards passing and 150 yards rushing than the Colts. So Shane Steichen and his RPO-led offense, is he's one of the best play callers in the NFL, Eli. So as much as it pains me to say, I do think the Colts are going to get in there. Uh, I don't think they're going to win the division. I agree with you. I think it'll be the Jags, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Colts took that six or seven seed. I'm with you. I think the Browns are going to take the 5th seed. Um, Flacco, just savvy vet. They got a good 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 chance of winning this week, I'd say with no Stroud and all the injuries that the Texans are dealing with. That defense should throw Case Keenum in for a long day, I would imagine. I mean, the thing about the Browns defense is it may give up points, but it just makes game changing plays, whether that's crucial turnovers, Miles Garrett getting the quarterback. Um but yeah, this this AFC playoff picture is crazy. I mean, the the Buffalo Bills are eight and six right now, and you could argue besides the Ravens, that they're
0: the best team in the AFC right now, Eli. Yeah, you definitely can. That's a great point you make. That's, um, like, just looking at the whole wildcard list, when you see six teams, or seven teams, sorry, separated from one or two games at this point, schedule is a big thing. We just brought that up for these two teams. Um How do you like the Broncos' chances of sneaking in? Because you guys have a favorable schedule to end the year with. Yeah, we have a... Coming off a big loss, but still time to... We have a very...
1: The Broncos have a very favorable schedule. Um, With that being said, I don't really feel all that confident of them making the playoffs after that Detroit loss, just because it's not even really about that loss, but just all the teams ahead of them won last week. And the Broncos ended up losing. They were the one team that lost.
0: What record do you think it takes to get in, even for the last seed? Is it ten and seven? I think
1: ten and seven. But the thing is, I I I could see the Broncos finishing ten and seven, but they're still going to need teams ahead of them to lose. I mean, you know, like like uh, the Bills, for instance. If they win out, they're eleven and six. If they lose a game, and they go ten and seven, Broncos have the head to head. However, with that being said, if the Dolphins drop a game. And the Bills Dolphins Week 18 matchup is for the AFC East, and the Bills win that, and the Dolphins finish the head 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 exactly. So you, yeah. there's a lot of different kind of scenarios. Um, I do think Denver's better than like the Colts, the Steelers, the Bengals, um, but I I just don't know. I mean, I I can easily see them winning out if they can play, you know, the football that they've been playing. Aside from that Detroit game, good defense, lean on turnovers. Russ has got to stop turning the ball over. And I could see them going 10-7. I just don't know if they're going to get the help that they need to get in. I mean,
0: obviously, I'm hoping they do. And you just brought it up. Steelers, Bengals, two teams that are lurking. They're playing today as we were recording right now before this game. Um,
1: The Bengals also play the Chiefs at Arrowhead on New New Year's Eve. So that's a tough game for them.
0: Yeah, we've seen jake browning fill in admirably yeah. so far i mean this guy's determined you saw him yelling into the camera in the last game you shouldn't have cut me you shouldn't have fucking cut me against the minnesota vikings i, I like to see that flare but at i the think same that time... shit's
1: funny though just because like it was just a <laughs> totally different front office and Absolutely. coaching staff Absolutely. that he was yelling at so i just I, I like that fire too i mean that's what drives these athletes to be great and, but it, as a fan it's also kind of funny because it's just like totally different regime
0: and they're not going to have jamar chase today so that's a huge loss for the offense there obviously yeah. as we all know how uh game-breaking he could be the pittsburgh steelers however are really reeling at this point they they look like a very um disinterested franchise at the moment they look like they're lacking their character that we've been known for for a really long time now that grit that determination that feistiness they kind of seem like they're a little placid right now right they seem yeah as though there's opportunities to strike even in the Steelers' house, which they've been so, so good for so long under Mike Tomlin, right? My hot
1: take here. Mason
0: Rudolph coming in, trying to get a little spark. Potentially, he's done it in the past. His franchise was chanting for him in the last game, and now he's getting a chance. And I'm not saying that he's going to have a great moment or whatever, but... At least it's different than what they've seen from Trubetsky for a couple games now, which has not been good.
1: My hot take with the Steelers is, I think, obviously, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. And then I think that um, the Steelers and Mike Tomlin are heading up for a divorce after the season. I mean... It's kind of got that
0: feel, man. Yeah. Time run its course at this Exactly. Point, right?
1: I don't even necessarily think he's going to get fired. I could see maybe... A team trading for him whether that's washington mutually I parting see, ways mutually i mean there's a lot of ways. respect he's there gonna the get Rangers, another right? job the very next day he's a great coach but like you said it just seems like that time has come um they're just kind of you you see george pickens you see deontay johnson not playing hard i don't really think i think those two guys are cancers uh locker room cancers and mike tomlin has done such a good job over the past 10, 15 years, kind of controlling these divas, whether it's He almost has
0: gravitation of divas coming to and from the the team, right? So it's it's unfortunate for him to have to deal with that and not have things go smoothly for once because he's a good enough coach that deserves it and deserves to have that locker room respect yeah so um, I don't think they and a tough end to the season right I mean the Bengals are no pushover no. as we've seen even with the backup quarterback then the Seahawks in Seattle very no. difficult place to go play this time of year and then at Baltimore to finish which is this historic rivalry just all don't know
1: stuff. if the starters will be in for Baltimore that game which it could is,
0: be huge yeah. for the Steelers at but that even point, so right?
1: like Tyler Huntley is better than any quarterback on the fucking Steelers yeah, he usually does a great yeah, yeah, job yeah, yeah.
0: every time he comes in. He almost yeah. looks like a second Lamar at times. I'm not saying he has anywhere near the skill set, but he he yeah. kind of, he he watches him all year no, and he tries to replicate the way he plays, right? 100%. So he does more than well enough. And uh,
1: I do like the Texans teams. I don't think that they have a chance if, like I don't see them winning this week versus the Browns without Stroud. Um, and if Stroud can't come back, I think I don't see them making the playoffs. If he can come back next week... I I do think they have a chance, you know. I mean, he's just been exceptional. Um, I don't think he's a lock-up for Rookie of the Year anymore, though, missing these two games and and Puka Nakua being 140 yards away from the rookie record Yeah, and and just the huge game he just had on primetime.
0: Yeah, and Puka, like, everyone kind of thought he would... Significantly drop off myself included when Cooper Cup came back. I didn't think he would have a prominent role in the offense, he's still very well established. He's
1: arguably the number one, he, he's making a huge impact
0: every single time he plays right now. So, he would be definitely worthy of that rookie of the especially year, especially
1: if he breaks the um Jamar Chase's record. It's kind
0: of unfortunate though because Stroud was really on oh, something yeah. special too, right? Oh, so, yeah. it is unfortunate for him that he's missed these last two really important games now, yeah. although they did get a miracle win. Yeah, they got a win as I mean. well. That was pretty special how they won that one with Case Keenum leading the way there. Yeah. But, uh
1: savvy so vet Case Keenum. Yeah,
0: when I just look at it on the outside, looking in right now. Um, the
1: Broncos have the easiest schedule. They have the easiest schedule.
0: Teams. I think like you just mentioned the Buffalo Bills all of a sudden are arguably the hottest team in all of football on both conferences right now up there with the San Francisco 49ers. They've all of a sudden absolutely caught fire. Um Joe, Joe really Brady is really found yeah, it. You, you've said that offense. to me multiple times like how big of a difference he's made and Featuring how different they are looking is right?
1: like the number one weapon there even over Stephon Diggs.
0: Yeah, and they got the Chargers, Patriots, and Dolphins. As you said, it's like basically that last week could be for the divisional title straight
1: up because the dolphins on sunday play the cowboys and if the cowboys can win that game and if tyreek's not
0: playing too yeah. like i mean like that's a different offense oh, yeah, with them without yeah in a big way and, and they got the ravens and bills right yeah, they got a very tough exactly. finish to the year right exactly. so
1: and that that ravens game this this miami cowboys game is in miami that ravens game is in baltimore in december it's going to be cold Tua um, don't like that. Two I don't like the cold. I don't think that whole team likes the cold. I don't think They're, so you know, Miami team. So they got a tough tough schedule. And yeah, I don't think they have that division locked up by any means.
0: How about at the top, man? We just we just talked about Baltimore. They're sitting at eleven and three. They lost Mark Andrews for the year. Isaiah likely, he's he's looked really good, been that kind of fill in type of guy at tight end for them. They lost Keaton Mitchell now for the year two, who was a spark. They pulled as well. up that
1: bum Melvin Gordon.
0: Yeah, Melvin Gordon <laughs> back from the dead, right? Back from the burial ground. Um, I don't know about Baltimore, Jesse. That's all I could say. Lamar Jackson's won one playoff game in his yeah. career. I'm not shit talking Lamar by any means. I think this is by far the best football he's ever played this year. He looks very poised in the pocket, very good decision making, got a cannon of an arm, running when necessary, not taking any unnecessary hits. His mind is now matching his body attributes at this point. I think he's playing sensationally. I don't really believe in this roster, though. Like, at the end of the day, I know they have a great defense, a fiery defense, they make a lot of plays. Just something feels like it's missing there to me. I I don't know what it is. Maybe it's a star running back who you could just rely on to hand the ball off to over and over again. Gus Edwards ain't that guy for me. He's good at the goal line, not much in the open field. Keaton Mitchell, I think, was a really big role player at this point. 100%. 100%. I don't know, man. I mean, maybe being at home makes a big difference or maybe securing the first round bye. They could go on some sort of run. I just don't see them prevailing at the top of the AFC at the end of this uh, this whole scenario. I'm not sure if you feel the same way or not, though. Uh,
1: I, I expect them to win the AFC uh, in the regular season and get the bye. Um, I don't know if I necessarily think they're the best team in the AFC. Um, I'll tell you straight up, if they play Buffalo or Kansas City in the playoffs, I wouldn't choose them to win. Um, And I know Kansas City ain't anything special, but I'm just never going to be betting against Mahomes in the playoffs. Well, I just wanted to
0: transfer right into that when you said that because I've said it all year, and we've talked a lot behind the scenes. I just really don't believe in this Kansas City roster. You've kind of also brought up to me the fact that Andy Reid is not coaching the way that we've seen him coach in the past, looking a little bit lost for for the times at times this year, but also the personnel, right? And now we see Rishi Rice... Obviously, clearly yeah. the number one guy. Kelsey looks like he's slowing down. Yeah, I mean, he's 34. Like a lot. Like he's getting up there. He's got a lot going on in his life right now. It kind of seems like I'm not questioning his attention to detail or his uh perseverance or his determination. Yeah. I just don't think his body is moving no. the way that we've seen him move in the past. Definitely anymore. not.
1: And uh I think Eric Bieniemy was a huge loss yeah. for them. Um as their offensive coordinator, I think Matt Nagy is a huge step down from that personally. Um, I don't think that their roster is anything special either I just don't think that there's a great team in the AFC personally um, maybe Buffalo if they continue to play the way they are um, but I just think the AFC is very deep and I just think any team can really come out of there and, and be in the Super Bowl like I don't if I was to bet my top three teams of who i think would make the super bowl i would probably and this isn't in order but it would probably probably be baltimore buffalo and kansas city and then miami fourth but you know i don't think either of those three teams they all have weaknesses you know they're not a complete team like san francisco but um i do know the one thing is all three of those teams have very good quarterbacks um And I just trust Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes a little bit more in the playoffs than I would trust Lamar Jackson based on, you know, recent history. But I just think the AFC is just totally up for grabs. I mean, even like if a team like Houston can get in with CJ Stroud, like they could make some noise in the playoffs. The Browns have a very good, like, you know, the best defense in football. They can make some noise in the playoffs. Broncos are a well-coached team. If they get in, they have the right formula. Um yeah man it's just it's so deep but there's it's just lacking that that elite elite team
0: off the top of your head let's make a bracket right now how we see the final last game of the season playing out oh, seasons done who gets that number one buy seed in your mind
1: um I'm gonna go with Baltimore yep as the one seed I'm gonna go Kansas City as the two seed I'm gonna go um Buffalo as the three seed and then I'm going to go Jags as the 4th seed. And then the Browns, 5th. Dolphins, 6th. And the Colts, 7th. If I had to guess on the teams that I think are going to make the
0: playoffs, I would go with that. So you're saying Bengals out. Yeah. Texans out. Yeah. Steelers out. Yeah. Broncos out. Yeah. Not going to quite get there. You don't think? I don't
1: think so. But I could see the Broncos being 10-7. and seven. I could see... And losing
0: that tiebreaker with man in that yeah. spot. Yeah. And then
1: if the Colts can drop a game or two then i could see the broncos getting in over them and if cj stroud comes back and if if they go 10 and 7 i could see them also go get, get, cuz that colts texans game at week 18 could straight up be for the seventh so we could spot. potentially
0: be seeing obviously baltimore first round by we got so if it's kc and the colts are in that last wild card spot that would be a game in kansas city colts yeah. in the playoffs how would you see do you think there'd be any problem for Kansas City dismissing the Colts in that type of scenario in Arrowhead at that time of year against Gardner Minshew led team? Nah. I think Mahomes I think the probably easily gets through. I don't I that.
1: don't think it's a blowout or anything yeah. but I can't see the Colts going into Arrowhead and Gardner Minshew, like, just, di- like, I mean, at the end of the day. I gotta
0: say, that's an interesting matchup, though, for it me, is, man. It like, is, Like, I think that'd be a game that could cause problems. Like, Minshew's really unpredictable, man, and, and they have a great two-headed running back room there, for sure, with Zach Moss. Obviously, I think Zach Moss is one of those guys, like, a Tony Pollard who's more effective as a number yeah. two back, too, who could really, like, spark the team up if jt isn't really rolling um
1: the chiefs play sticky man-to-man defense you don't and- want to play in fucking Arrowhead. no period. Exactly. this
0: guy has a knack for doing special things and yeah. big moments at his home stadium in the playoffs yeah. we've already seen so many times countless and the before. chiefs
1: they have a good defense i think in the cold cold january weather the colts are a dome team
0: Speaking of cold weather, Buffalo. If they get that three seed, that's a place no one wants to go, no, right? And that's, that would be that's going to be cold. With my cold weather.
1: predictions, that would be Miami going back to. So that would be a third matchup, and you know,
0: um, I just feel like physically Buffalo matches up really well against Miami. Oh, they th- smashed think, them I think once. they have that type of nature where, like Miami, is such a finesse, eye pleasing team to watch. I don't really know if. Anyone on that team has that dog in them like that. Like, to be able to out physical a team <laughs> in the playoffs in cold weather, like you said, where they've yeah. struggled so many times historically as well before. Um, I think Ramsey's got that dog in
1: him, but I mean, at the end of the day, he's just a corner. Like, he, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, you need, like, guys in the middle much, to, yeah.
0: like, really get the shit going. Like, you Bradley know what I mean? Chubb, I don't know. Jalen He's Lissop's looking better like, lately. He is. Though. You, he gotta, is, you, gotta, he you is. gotta say. he's No, no.
1: He, he's coming off his best game, too, but I mean, he's never. He's I mean he was on the like they had a playoff game last year but I mean there was Skylar Thompson right like he's never had that big big moment um I just don't like if Tua has to go to to Buffalo in January for a playoff I just I don't can't do like nah. nah, and no. like yeah, I
0: just yeah. I don't really see any way through that for him if that's where it comes down to. Neither do I. So fourth seed, you had Jacksonville hanging on to that versus spot.
1: First, the, the Browns, yeah.
0: Versus the Browns, and that would be in Jacksonville. Yeah, and
1: I could easily see the Browns winning that game. Yeah,
0: I mean, no matter who's at quarterback, right? Yeah. I mean, I just believe Joe Flacco's that got that experience yeah. too, and he's actually looked like pretty good coming back. Funnily enough, I mean, he's throwing a, a couple too many picks, which could kill you in a playoff game. Yeah. but like he's. He's finding his targets and they have stars, right? Like they even do. without um Nick Chubb back there. Uh they got a good running back room. Jerome Ford's looked really good at times yep. this year. Kareem Hunt's a bet, right? Yep. He kn- he knows the big moments. Najoku's really evolved into a top pass catcher at the He's tight end position. He's one of the best position. tight ends right now in football. And then Amari Cooper, who's been great for a really long time now, man. Yeah. He's a really good underrated top number one receiver on a team, right? Yep.
1: So and then they just have Miles Garrett,
0: man. Yeah. He just can change and the Jim game. Schwartz, who's a yeah. very aggressive mindseted yeah. uh, defensive coordinator as well, right? Yeah. So yeah, I don't really think people want to run into Cleveland funnily enough yeah. in in any type of playoff scenario. To be honest with you, so
1: out of those teams that I don't have in. Houston, Pittsburgh, Cincy, Denver, who do you think would have the best chance of getting into that seventh seed over the Colts? Man,
0: if if he was healthy this week, because I think this is a huge week for Houston, I'd say C.J. Stroud and the Houston Texans, but I don't see them actually even being in this game at all against Cleveland. I think they're going to get steamrolled, unfortunately. So if it's me, I'd say the Broncos have the best chance with the schedule. Yeah um with the end of the year and everything like that because i mean the colts man like it's it's not
1: i'm just not sold on them i don't I, know, I why, don't know man. man like
0: i i just think the falcons are fucked but they have like every game Taylor the falcons Vianity's are playing 22. weird games this year right so they're they're really unpredictable i'm not saying that they're gonna go out and Beat the Colts, but I'm saying it's gonna be a weird game. I wouldn't
1: be surprised. It's if going they gonna won. be a weird game, right? Like it's,
0: it could go either way. I and, trust
1: Heineke way more than Ritter. Than and through.
0: the Raiders actually, hilariously at times, have shocked a couple teams this year yeah. too, right? So I, I don't know, man. I mean, they just put up fucking 63 points. They're probably gonna be feeling pretty good about going into any game in the last few yeah. weeks here, but. Um, yeah, just like the I like the Broncos, man, and I I still don't think we've seen them play anywhere near their no, best football, like not. offensively, yeah. especially. So, maybe this time of year, maybe as soon as the end of December and January rolls around, we see a lot of things start to click there, and like some favorable matchups, and they get in there. But 100%. it's gonna really come down to like possibly tiebreakers too, yeah, right? There'll be a I think lot of teams with the same in. record yep. here, right? Yep. So.
1: And uh, should we do the NFC?
0: Yeah, I think that pretty much wraps up everything we could touch on for the AFC. I, I think that's a very uh, realistic-looking scenario at the end of the year with those first-round matchups and everything. Um, do you have any Super Bowl predictions for the AFC coming out on top?
1: No, nah, man, not really, bro. I, I It's hard because, like at this I, like point I said, tough. like I, I I just all I can do is give my three likely teams, like I did, Baltimore, Buffalo, and KC, if uh, I had
0: to pick one right now, like literally right now, even though they're sitting outside a wild card spot, I'd actually see Buffalo yeah. going all the way to the Super Bowl. I could Bowl too, maybe, man. They're man.
1: playing really good football. Uh, Josh Allen's toned t- toned down the turnovers. Joe Brady, like we said, like we touched on, he's he's kind of found that identity. They're Big running the bad. ball well. James Cook has really developed into an elite playmaker for them. Stephon Diggs, the Stefan Diggs, the Dalton Kincaid. They got a bunch of weapons.
0: Um and Diggs has been quiet during yeah, this yeah. winning streak too, again, right? Yep. He hasn't done fuck all really for the last couple weeks, and no. they're still winning pretty handily and pretty easily. Yeah. So that's another ace up their sleeve that they have when he gets activated again too. But yeah. 100%. That'd be probably just mine if I had to pick just one. I would can't just go that, with man. them.
1: Yeah, can't argue that.
0: So we're going to flip over to the NFC. Uh right now it's San Fran on top 11 and 3, Dallas second 10 and 4. Detroit ten and four, and the Bucs sitting on top at seven and seven. In the mighty, they're NFC, playing good so right now, though. The
1: Bucks Baker coming Baker's off Baker's arguably the best game of his whole career. Yeah, you so. told me
0: it was the first ever perfect quarterback rating at Lambeau for right? a visiting team. For a visiting and team,
1: all, Aaron Rodgers has the only other. It's only been two, so
0: like that's uh that's pretty special stuff yeah. from Baker. And what was a fucking huge huge game for them really at this time yeah. of the year. And too. that was
1: like a pretty pretty confident Packers team. I know they're coming off that loss to the Giants. But they've been playing good the last five six weeks, so that was a big time win for the Bucks.
0: It was. It was absolutely massive, man. Um, so it's the Eagles who are floundering right now. They're sitting in top uh, wild card spot at ten and four. The Rams who are looking pretty sensational right now at who eight and Who wants to play
1: the Rams in the playoffs?
0: <laughs> I don't think anyone no does one. right now, man. And the Vikings are sitting in the last wild card spot at seven and seven right now, and. I believe the Vikings have a big matchup in their own division against the Lions this week in Minnesota. Uh, It's Nick Mullins' time now. Apparently, I think uh, we've seen the end of Joshua Dobbs. I think I don't think we'll see him play again this year. Maybe it'll go to Jaron Hall if they need him. Uh, I don't see the Vikings holding on to that last wildcard spot.
1: I think it'll be between the Seattle Seahawks or the Saints or the Bucks. Whoever doesn't win that division, yes. I, I can't see. I love what Kevin O'Connell's doing with the Vikings. I don't see them holding off with Nick Mullins. Um, the cool thing is, I would love so much if the season were to end with Detroit at three and the Rams at six, and Stafford returning to Detroit for a home, their first home playoff game in like thirty years, and and Stafford just absolutely carving them up in Detroit at Ford Field. I think that would be an awesome story. I think it would be a pretty fun game, too. Um,
0: I think the Rams are truly a force to be reckoned with at this point. Uh, Matthew Stafford's playing at an MVP level in the last few weeks here, even though... They did lose that game to Baltimore off that kick return in overtime, right? Or whatever, punt yeah. return.
1: But they went toe-to-toe. I mean, the, but, yeah, the I mean, Ravens that's, got a way better And that team. was that was
0: in Baltimore, and it's a in shootout. And, and he yeah. put up crazy points against a top-rated defense in the NFL this year too, right? So, I mean, Stafford's absolutely rolling. They decimated the Browns the week before that too, and the Browns have a wonderful defense as well. So, Stafford is fucking cooking, nakua you brought it up earlier has literally been sensational there's no other way to put it at this point this guy ain't no fluke he's not a flash in the wind he's here to stay he's here to be a big impact on this team yep. in this league cooper cup dropped a couple touchdowns yep. against the saints but those are catches we see him make with regularity for sure i think yep. he's pretty banged up i think, he's, up still down, down. I think yeah. he's definitely not looking not his healthiest not moving the same way not as a uh, electrically because he, he's not it's not like he cuts really good with his feet but he's swift right like he has this really nonchalant movement that a lot of defenders have a tough time tracking right
1: and he's bigger than you think that's the thing
0: he's big strong able to body guys out but i think it really starts with your guy kieran williams man um he is seriously sensational no one can stop this guy dude he's putting up 100 yards a game like pretty much easily on average at the running back position getting a ton of volume he was out hurt for a while there right this year in the middle of october i think or
1: yeah he missed four october four to november yeah. sometimes that's By a blessing spring. right yeah. to
0: have your guy get fully rested fully he's healed. still second and in the league in rushing like now. it's crazy yeah. he would be right up there with christian mccaffrey yeah. most likely if he had the full workload this year right so the rams are a force man um i'm not seeing them being anywhere except for that number two wild card spot right yeah, because 100%. philly's record even though they're struggling they they got a a couple games up on them already too. with an easy finishing schedule. The right. The thing so. is
1: with Philly and Dallas too. Um, Dallas is second, Philly's fifth. If both team wins out, and they have the same record, Philly actually wins that division because it, the tiebreaker would go to strength of schedule. And uh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So I know that doesn't make Cowboys fans. I did not that know big. that actually yeah. that they did that in yeah. the
0: NFL. So that's weird. That is a weird weird. But way to I do mean, it.
1: you know, the Cowboys they got the Dolphins uh they got the Detroit Lions and then they finish off with the Commanders yeah. and the Eagles have the Giants Cardinals Eagles or sorry Giants Cardinals Giants so much easier schedule for the Eagles even though they're not playing their best football right now um yeah i just in my opinion the nfc you know the san Fran 49ers are just you know they're in a league of their own they're a you know? cut
0: above man yeah. there's no doubt about it these guys are seriously a cut above the rest they have the roster they have the brilliant mind Kyle Shanahan uh it's hard to look past that man it's hard to see any scenario where they're not going to wrap up the bye the, the the number one seed where they're the whole playoffs is not going to have to go through San Francisco which is favorable as well right they got a good home crowd I mean, they still got to take care of the Ravens, though, to do that this oh, yeah, 100%. week, so this this is their big game, right? And then they got the Rams in the last week too. Like, yeah. it's not the easiest schedule at that, all. That
1: that could that could be San Fran resting starters also. But if I was San Fran, I don't think I would rest starters because I don't. If there was a a team that could beat San Fran in the postseason, why wouldn't it be the Rams who they play twice every year? I mean, these teams know each other like the back of their head. When they played earlier this year in Week Two. And San Fran won 30-23, you know, it was a close game. And that's when everyone thought that the Rams were, were nothing
0: special. That's right. That's totally right. Um, yeah, it's it's this is tricky, right? Because now we're seeing um, Dallas just got fucking obliterated. They're right? a different
1: team on the road than and, at home.
0: Once again, that's going to be the narrative, right? For a long time for that team unless, until they do something on the road, right? So they don't want to be on the road in the playoffs. They want to be on that fast track yeah. in Dallas, yeah, right? 100%. And with all likelihood, it's going to be them most likely or the Eagles. I mean, it's so tough to say the Eagles are potentially probably going to get that number 2 seed. Yeah. And we're going to see Dallas in a wild card spot, right? Yeah.
1: And so we would see Dallas either in Tampa or in New Orleans in the wild card, which is a dome, though, which kind of benefits them because it's, you know, turf. But uh, I do think the Cowboys are better than the Eagles, for real, even though they struggle on the road. I look for the Cowboys to bounce back this week. I don't know if they win in Miami, but I don't think they're going to get blown out or anything like that. I think it should be a good... These f- teams match up really well? Two f- very fast teams. I think it'll be a fun, yeah, and fun it's, game. it's
0: not only that. It's like we haven't seen anyone all year run the ball the way that Buffalo did against Dallas and like when stuff like that happens teams don't crumble they work on that even harder right and they're not gonna let a team run all over them Josh Allen completed Seven passes. Yeah, it was
1: ninety four passing yards. And
0: they won by fucking twenty-one points. I and believe. it was
1: just way worse. Like, you like know, it was it was a, it was a from, real yeah.
0: blowout, and and the quarterback completed seven passes in the game. Like yeah. Dallas is not gonna let that slide. Like no. they should definitely go back and fix that. Dak had a horrible game
1: as soon as the, the big MVP talk came up for him. And the so, crowd was electric, dude.
0: Yeah. You couldn't hear any yeah, here we go. Yeah, you couldn't no. hear his cadence at all. That crowd was booming. Buffalo is I mean, really valuable. Every game, right game now, for right?
1: Buffalo over and it's like a elimination game you can see they have that mentality right now so
0: this is tough to see like the thing about the nfc which is great is half the teams are out yeah already yeah, yeah. more than half yeah are just absolutely terrible um the falcons have an outside chance at the division the saints have I the, the thing is with the south it's like you're either going to win the division or you're not going to be in the playoffs i think
1: unless a team wins out like and go nine i think nine and eight fills that last spot the last wild card spot like i don't think the falcons are necessarily out from
0: that i don't think the pack like the pack like these if these teams can win out they'll have a chance see in my mind right now i'd have to favor the seahawks of securing the last wild card spot like for sure like what what drew lock just did against philadelphia was really special right like that was like an absolute season defining moment potentially a career-saving moment for Drew Locke to come in, short notice. You know, we heard Gino was active, and then we heard he wasn't starting and all this and all that. Drew Locke, really emotional in his post-game interview, really, really deserved everything he got in that one. It was huge, man. And when you get that type of energy and then go into a place like Tennessee Titans where their playoff hopes are all but crushed at this point of the year, they're They're very injured, injured especially on that secondary. Um And then they got the Steelers and Cardinals to finish. And I'm not saying that's a cakewalk by any means. um, But that's definitely a favorable schedule. And if they get by the Titans, then I believe destiny's in their hands. Because I don't see Minnesota... I I, I think Detroit's going to blow Minnesota out of the water this week. To be completely honest with you, Jesse. And uh, I think Minnesota's just going to fade away into the darkness to end the year. I don't believe they'll be even remotely close to hanging on like it's lions packers lions yeah to end the year yeah, right yeah. so
1: all divisional games yeah. I, I, I i could see them i could see them losing all three i could of see those. them going at best one and two. yeah maybe
0: in the last week if detroit yeah. rests everyone because yeah. they're, they're I, I mean the likely scenario is detroit's going to be locked in most likely at the three seed yeah. no matter what right i mean so, if they
1: can beat dallas and philly drops again then they have like a chance at the second yeah seed, but no i think they're probably locked in at that third seed um that fourth seed obviously is these last three weeks are going to be crucial for the nfc south for the saints the falcons and the bucks um i agree with you i think seattle takes that seventh seed the rams sixth seed and i think the rams you could argue are like i I think the rams are like the third best team in the nfc right now i mean i think it's like san fran dallas and then them yeah they're playing better football than detroit I know Detroit's coming off that big win against the Broncos, but before that game, they've been kind of... They're vulnerable defensively more than anything,
0: right? And the Rams are starting to, like, kind of cook defensively, too. So, um, yeah, it's really hard for me to say that they're not the third-best team right now because Philly doesn't look right, man. Like, there's something going on there in the background, I think, to be honest with you. I'm not too sure what it is, but they're not playing with the same passion that we've really seen in the past right right yeah and he even came out and criticized his team he went back on his comments right like a good quarterback should do and take the blame but like for him to even say that in the first place that's out of character for him too because he's a quiet guy right he's not he's not really the type to be doing that he kind of leads by example for the most part yeah so hypothetical scenario for me I still think the Niners are going to have the top seed. I think they're going to dispose of the Ravens on Christmas uh Christmas night. I I think they're going to hammer them to be completely honest I with you. Nine. Uh then they got the Commanders, that's a cakewalk. And I even though I like the Rams, I think I think maybe they'll have it wrapped up the one seed by then yeah. or I think they're going to wrap it up that day. Anyways, I don't really <laughs> see them losing a game. I like them at that one spot.
1: Yeah, I think that's pretty much. I I
0: I honestly, even though it's it's hard for me to say Dallas at the two spot. I think Dallas is gonna be wild card man. I, do two, I, right? I think I do it's two. just too tough of an ending schedule for them. Yeah. I mean, they could win out potentially. Even if
1: they win out, though, if Philly wins out. Like you just matter. said, like it's that yeah. schedule
0: matchup. When right when you said that, then that just struck me. It's like okay, well, Philly's got the Giants twice and the Cardinals. They they really should roll all three of those wins, like. I'm not saying easily, because no game's easy in the NFL, but...
1: They're the better team, though. They're
0: a way better team than those guys, so I'm going to lock them in at number two, lock Dallas in at five, lock Detroit in at three. I don't see Tampa Bay slipping out of the four spot as much as it pains me to say. Baker's got that special vibe. They got offensive weapons... I don't know that. I know their defense fucking sucks because they're older now. They're not moving the same way that they used to. I don't think Todd uh, Bowles is really the coach to get it done either. But I think they'll lock in that spot. They'll play Dallas in the first round. They the finish, Rams they is gonna be with... it's it's not a lot's gonna change, is what I'm trying to say here, yeah. except for Philly going to two Dallas to five, and then Seattle, I think, is gonna slide into that last wildcard spot, and that's kinda how I see it playing out here, right?
1: I totally agree with you. Like the Bucks, they finish with the Jags, the Saints, and the Panthers. So I just that that Saints Bucks
0: game is everything, right? The Bucks win that; it's they locked, should be able man. to take care of Carolina. That's I lock. don't. The
1: Jags is a tough game. I mean, that we'll see. The Jags are desperate right now; they're reeling too. So, um, I agree with you. I I, I think the Bucks, unfortunately, I, I wish it was the Saints for you. And it's, ho- it's crazy because but... I don't
0: even think like the Bucks need to win more than one game in the last two to still be first. I I think the Saints are going to lose to the Bucks. Yeah, and that's going to be it. Yeah. Period. You know what I mean? Because the Falcons aren't going to do anything either, no. right? So,
1: I'm hoping that a nine and eight wins that division. I hate when teams are under are 500 in and win the division, record. and then you're going to have like a 11 or 12 win fifth seed. You know, it's it's so whack.
0: Yeah, I don't really see any scenario where San Francisco does not emerge to the Super Bowl this year either. I think as at, long
1: as they're healthy, man. I think
0: at the end of the day, uh. It's just going to be Brock Purdy, right? It's just going to be like, is he going to answer the call, how everyone's been saying he ain't special? He's going to have every chance to show that he's special enough to win a Super Bowl and lead a team to a Super Bowl with the right pieces around him this year. So big chance to silence the critics. No one could talk after you have a ring, period. So
1: They got to stay healthy, though. It's their destiny
0: now, right? It's it's in their hands in the NFC. It's all going to come through them, I believe, right? So I don't see Jared Goff getting to another Super Bowl. No. I just can't see it. I can't picture it. I know Detroit's phenomenal. They got a lot of gifted offense. That defense is just not good enough for me, especially for the playoffs, right? My next biggest guess would be Dallas. But it would have to take Dallas to be the two seed to do it, and I don't see that being likely. I just don't see Philadelphia really doing it this year at this point. I I don't don't either. I'm not sure why, but I've completely... Like, I know they've lost... Three games in a row now against three pretty good teams, but um, no, yeah, I just I, I don't think they're gonna get it there. Is I am do. I don't know. They just seem like they're missing some sort of spark to me, man. I so. straight
1: up think like if I had to pick my three teams for here, and this would be in order, is a little bit more clear cut. The NFC, but San Fran, Dallas, and then my third team would still be the Rams. Yeah. I think the Rams have a better. I mean, like Stafford and Donald and Cup. They they've been there, done that. McVay has been there, done that. I think they're playing better football than the Eagles right now. I think Stafford's way, 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 way better quarterback than Jalen Hurts. Um, obviously, I think that he's a way better quarterback than Jared Goff, too, and so do the Rams. That's why they fucking made the trade. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, these, these last three weeks are going to be really exciting. There's a lot of big games. A lot of these teams play each other, especially in the AFC. But, um, yeah, it's really shaping up. The seasons went by really fast. And... Uh, it's, it's rare this year, I mean, there's one fucking really elite team, and then just a bunch of really good, 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 kind of close teams, you know, and we haven't seen that, in like, last few years has been, like, three to five really elite teams, and you kind of, you know, oh, the Super Bowl's gonna be between these four teams, and... Outside of San Francisco, there's just a bunch of different scenarios. This I is think.
0: like the least clear for sure that it's ever been for me for like yeah. in recent memories at least. Like it's been pretty obvious that it's gonna be Patrick Mahomes getting there. Like with yeah, that absolutely. roster that he's been surrounded by, especially. That's not the case anymore. Nope. Uh Tom Brady was basically what he played in fifty percent of every fucking Super Bowl in history. So yeah. it was basically what team mm-hmm. is he gonna be on is gonna find a way yeah. there. Uh yeah, I think, like you said, this is probably one of the most balanced years, which is great for football. It's great for fans. It's great to be entertained all the way to the end of the year, kind of guessing and picking yeah. and choosing who's going where. Um, yeah, I think that's that's the way we're seeing it. Uh, did you want to do any year-end award predictions, any MVP predictions or offensive player of the years or anything like that that um, sticks out to you?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, MVP prediction... I mean, I think it's going to be Brock Purdy. I don't think it should be Brock Purdy. I think he's, like, you know, a really good quarterback. I think he's, like, the third or fourth most valuable player on his own team, though. Like, I would give it to CMC over him any day of the week, personally. I think CMC's having a really good year. Um, If the Ravens can somehow beat San Fran on Monday, I could see Lamar jumping to the forefront of the MVP conversation because they'd be the one seed. But, um... Coach of the year, I think, will be between D'Amico Ryan, Shane Steichen, and Kevin
0: Stefanski. Um, Offensive player... Maybe uh, Sean... McVeigh too, right? Maybe
1: I can see Sean McVeigh and Sean Payton having like an outside like chance, like if
0: they actually go on some sort of yeah. playoff run there, yeah. right? Yeah. No, it's these, these are is this before playoffs? Yeah. They'll be they'll it, be registered. It's but... not.
1: It's it's it, the postseason has nothing to do. Yeah, with these it, I
0: mean, maybe not McVeigh then. Yeah. I mean, like he did great to get in there, but like I at think the he's same time, of it, like but... it's like other guys are kind of working miracles, yeah. man. Like Kevin Stefanski and with Cleveland, it's a fucking yeah. miracle, right? Yeah. Like Nick Chubb going out, Deshaun Watson Their going oh, like it's it's like it's an actual miracle where they're at right now, right? So,
1: Offensive player of the year, I think, will be Tyreek Hill uh, or CMC, one of those two guys. Defensive player of the year, uh, I think it might be... Mika Parsons or Miles Garrett I think TJ Watt I think the Steelers kind of like he's having a great year but the Steelers falling out of this yeah a little bit that you know? pushes the narrative yeah. right it
0: doesn't really matter what he's doing if his team's not in it at exactly. the end of the day right so, so I so. think
1: it'll be between Garrett and Parsons I think it should be Garrett I think he, he you know pa- Parsons is an incredible football player he does a lot more than Garrett but Garrett just really impacts the game on another level
0: yeah, I almost feel like Parsons is going a little quiet to end the year too, which is also prominent in people's minds when yeah. they make the picks, right? 100%. Like he, I'm not saying he's dropped significantly, but he's not having like those blowout standout performances in yeah. recent weeks, right? So
1: I think your comeback player of the of the year award prediction that you made earlier this season, Baker's looking pretty good right now. I know Demar Hamlin's still like the odds-on favorite, but. Baker's just playing really good football right now.
0: Yeah, I mean, without, like, let's, you know, if he didn't actually have what happened to him yeah. last year, I think it'd be pretty obviously Baker yeah. at this point, yeah, right? Because it's pretty fucking special how he's playing now. Yeah,
1: he's worked his way. I think probably will be the long term quarterback in Tampa, and if not there, someone else will sign him. I mean, I'd love to have him on Denver. I think he'd be great with Sean Payton. I think he'd be a, really good in a lot of different places, so. It's really. I think the league's better when Baker's playing good football. Yeah, so. I, I mean
0: he's just a character, right? There's not a lot left in yeah. in, in the NFL like we used to see with like Ocho Cinco and all And he's he's got that same type of charisma with the with the fans, the media, 100%. the way he acts and holds himself. Uh, but he's a lot more grown up now too. He's matured a lot, a lot, yeah. Right? For sure. And he, Now he's just playing some really good football. I think it'd be tough to argue against that if not for Demar Hamlin, right? But, yeah. Uh, Rookie of the year is going to be tough now, right? We 100%. already talk, talked about it, Puka Nakua and C.J. Stroud. I think if C.J. Stroud kept playing and was not concussed these last few weeks, it probably goes towards the quarterback yeah, more 100%. often than not, especially if they get in the playoffs. But
1: It'll be between those two either way, C.J. Stroud and Puka Nakua. Um, it's hard to argue Puka if he breaks the record, especially because it was held by Jefferson and then Chase, who are both first-round picks, and then Puka being a fifth-round pick. Um, it's pretty incredible what he's doing. And then defensive rookie of the year is going to come down to Jalen Carter and, and Spoon. And spoons missed the last game and a half or so. So I think
0: he would have been pretty much locked down for yeah. it, right? Had he just kept playing. Uh, and that's nothing against Jalen Carter. It's like he's more in a rotation, right? So yeah. he doesn't play all the time. No. Whereas Blue... he
1: plays, but th- that's also impressive that he plays and he still impacts snaps not much, and he's right? still top five in, in all defensive tackles. It is, statistics, it is really right? impressive so for sure. There's and two still, ways to look at that. It is, yeah, that's a great point. But I know. I do agree with you. I think if Spoon didn't get hurt, he'd be the clear. I mean, he just impacts the game on another level. He really does, dude. Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
0: he's like really special back there for seattle right so it's tough to look past that yeah. um is there anything else i'm missing here
1: i think that that's pretty good uh, i think that pretty much wraps
0: it up. we got up. the I mean, coaches yeah. we got the rookies we got the defensive offensive yeah. i mean offensive player will come down the hill and cmc
1: yeah uh purdy is probably the front runner for mvp purdy lamar uh cmc Uh, Dak is in the conversation still but I mean after last week he's definitely moved down the ladder a little bit but I mean these are just some big three weeks left for the season, a lot lot to be determined a lot of different outcomes, a lot of different situations that can happen so I'm looking forward to watching it, I know all our fans are probably looking forward to watching it I mean, this is the fucking this shit we it, live man. for, man This is really this is it, man. Time, man It all
0: starts Christmas weekend This weekend, yep. a full slate of games Saturday, Sunday, Monday It's gonna be a fucking great Christmas Yeah, We're lock it the to fuck to it. in, boys and girls Yep, happy holidays out there To everyone who listens at the Gridiron Gang We wish you and your families a really great Christmas yep. Happy Hanukkah, whatever the happy fuck Kwanzaa, you're submitting yeah, Diwali, yeah. I don't give a fuck Yeah, multicultural over here yeah, We love, we don't hate And a happy New Year's to everyone, to stay safe out there. Don't get too cranked out. Yeah, here lunch. we go. Here we go. Let's ride.